0: See how it works. And actually it's really that simple. I mean, you can add flags. <laughs> Alrighty. Good to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. So this will be episode seven of the podcast, immediately recorded after um episode six. Quite literally, right after episode six. Um I am joined by a special guest in this case um my girlfriend mary uh say hello to the folks yeah out there. it's like hey guys <laughs> I know. is that weird to you yeah it a little bit talk to yourself or not i guess in this sense you're not talking to yourself you're talking to me but
1: yeah like unknown people you know oh well, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah for sure too um this is you're not are you the first guest no i had anthony on I had, mm-hmm. I had a friend anthony um but I was hesitant to do this phrase because we we talked about you coming on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um excuse me to drink water, I'm still sick. Um but there's a couple reasons, right? Like, obviously one, it's like the intersection of personal and like somewhat professional, even though this is not like my job. It's mm-hmm. like my line of work. Um two, I think the big It's, like, one thing to break the barrier of, like, I'm a public figure, but I have a barrier of, like, those around me, like, who aren't public figures, and Mm -hmm. I think we're totally opposite in that aspect. Um, exposing them to that. And, like, even, like, my friends back home, like, the ones that you've met, like, Mm -hmm. for some of them, like, some of them were, like, involved in that because I was, like, you're young and, like, the repercussions of, like, privacy are nothing back then. Like, nobody, you know, social media and stuff, like, didn't really truly exist, um it's funny because i remember you haven't met him but i have one of friends who he was on one of my first videos on youtube and um it was like do you ever use like windows movie maker back in the day yes yeah like oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I had a uh, it was like that classic and windows movie maker had that filter kind of like your wallpaper how it's like the split
1: mm-hmm. yellow
0: blue green and it's like the same thing yeah uh i made a video of him playing soccer and he was just like him dribbling his ball or you know whatever um bouncing around and, and doing random shit, and we uploaded it as one of my first videos of me, like, editing with Movie Maker, and he, like, showed it to his mom, he's, like, so happy, and his mom's, like, you're on the internet, like, like, you're everywhere, and, like, like this whole thing. but we're, like, you know, like, we're 12, and, like, oh like, my God. we have, like, no perception of what that means, and, but she's, like, freaking out, Yeah. you know? No, yeah.
1: I actually just talked to my brother about this recently, because it's, like, it's crazy how the internet has exploded, and... Back in the day, like, I mean, fair enough, like, you should still be,
0: like, wary
1: of strangers on the internet, but it was, like, you should never talk to anyone on the internet, and, like, that's mostly how people connect these days, Yeah. and also, it's, like, things like Lyft and Uber, where you, like, literally call people from the internet to, like, (laughs) Well, Where you do the opposite (laughs) of what you're taught.
0: (laughs) The thing about Lyft and Uber is you do the opposite of what you're taught when you're younger, not to get in a stranger's car.
1: Yeah, you know? But,
0: But it's, like, yeah, it is
1: different. So, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, but no, I mean, like, the reason I... Because you've been around since I started this. Yeah. Um, and I told you, like, when I was going to start it, um, I told you the idea behind it, I told all all the stuff. She's, for the most part, been here when I recorded most of the episodes, for the most part. Um, it wasn't only until recently we talked about you being on it, and, like, you opened that dialogue, and I was like, I wouldn't mind having you on it, because I, I do think it's interesting if I have somebody to bounce things off of, or Mm -hmm. hear other perspectives. Um it makes it more interesting as a content of course um but I'm hesitant because like I don't want to expose you to what I'm just used to it's like my life at this point mm-hmm. Right, like I don't have problems being quote-unquote like transparent right obviously and being out there because I'm ex- I've been exposed to the internet and like I have the tough skin to like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like I don't and, you know, I'm just used to it and for the fact that, like, obviously bringing somebody that, like, I am... Obviously have, like, emotional ties to, in a sense, like, in, in a relationship.
1: hmm
0: Like, I can listen, you know, God forbid anything happens, but, like, <laughs> this can backfire on me, like, if, if things don't ever... <laughs> blacklist you know? this episode. Yeah. Magically disappears, <laughs> episode seven. Um, yeah, it's, like, a risk in itself. It's, like, something that I've kept separate... Um, for, like a good while, but then again, like, I, I haven't, like, yeah, I haven't, like, involved people too much in, like, outside of Instagram, mm-hmm. like, in my, like, work, or, like, that whole scene, but, you know, always a time and place, I guess. Yeah, I was to like,
1: if we're gonna back out now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say now forever, hold your peace. Exactly,
0: it's like, <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, my girlfriend on the podcast, I guess. Weird to say. Yeah. Um, again. <laughs> yeah. No. Um so we were just talking part of this before I even hit the record button. On the episode I just shot, um, in particular in regards to our own <coughs> excuse me. Um, background, I guess, and, and you gave me your insight into like the finance perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're kinda of touching like based on like what we I just talked about in the last episode which was like misconceptions in life or regarding a like, big different topics and in, in the bulk of that episode in episode six was finance related stuff um because I think it is such a taboo topic that not a lot of people talk to and like I mean the fact that I'm talking to you like my girlfriend about this stuff is like obviously even more like for some people taboo like some people even at marriage like, they don't you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I know people who just like totally you know keep that shit separate um basically we are like talking about it because like we were, we were already talking about it I should say and I wanted to record because we were already going to stuff that I originally planned on asking you if you were like obviously comfortable coming on mm-hmm. to talk about because we do like you said earlier come from such different different and like similar backgrounds but like, even now we have different views on on this in, in particular right you yeah what for sure there? Um, because, uh, I think, like, what we just, or you can reiterate better, I guess, in the whole, like, extrinsic, intrinsic thing.
1: Um, yeah, well, what I was just speaking to him about is, like, it's very different to hear him talk about money, finances, and, like, just because that's not how I grew up. And when I hear him talk, it's a lot, it's like, it's almost like theoretical to me, you know? Like, I would never think about doing that myself because it was like far beyond my reach growing up. That was like my perspective of it. Yeah. And so, like, when I was younger, everything that pushed me to try and make money to accumulate what I would consider wealth at that age was always from the outside. So that's what I was saying. I was always extrinsically motivated. Like my family didn't money. I need to accomplish these things to, to make sure that me and my parents and my siblings, like we're all okay, you know? So it was easy for me to be very driven in that sense because it was like make it or break it you
0: know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and like yeah I'm like and that's why I said like I, I, don't, I wasn't I don't know which episode was but I've preached before the whole like you've heard me like survive mm-hmm. and then thrive mentality and especially that when it comes to finances like you got to make sure like you got food on the table you got a roof over your head you got clothes on your back like you mm-hmm. have the bare minimum first and that's when you worry about like everything else Um. yeah
1: and what I was trying to say is that like as I've gotten older and as I've met my goals from when I was young like my parents don't necessarily have to worry about things like that Mm -hmm. anymore it's very hard to push myself further and to imagine these these higher goals because like just growing up, that's how I managed my motivation. My motivation came from struggling and making sure that I don't struggle anymore. And now that I'm not in a place where that's a thing, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's difficult.
0: Yeah. No, totally. That's, not yeah. to
1: say that it's impossible, obviously. Um, and when I see Adrian work and just, like, his perspective and Ooh, his work ethic me. on things... Um, It just seems as though he's very intrinsically motivated you know like i see him just like randomly get out of bed and hop on to do things because like he it just bothers him if it doesn't if he doesn't do it Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's just coming from inside him and that's it's like admirable from my perspective and that's what i was saying the difference is like he already has that innate drive and i find it difficult to do those things but that's not to say that i don't have it either i think he's it's very much more apparent
0: to him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to hop off uh i just grabbed my laptop because yeah
1: back at it again <laughs> no,
0: no not even like work uh our plans for tomorrow they're, they're trying to arrange rain check that's completely side note totally outside of this podcast but i'm just replying to that real quick um no uh i mean first off like it's funny, like the first episode I had on, is, like, a pretty serious, like, topic. Mm. I mean, that's like the other issue of like, doing this in general. Like, I mean, I think, in our relationship, we're obviously at the point where like this stuff we can talk about. Mm. Granted, like, we're like coming up on like a half a year like together personally, but we've mm. like, known each other longer than that. Um, like we're at a point already where we've, set that standard up. Like, we've talked about this stuff before. And, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Blah blah blah. Um, so it's like not weird for me to talk to you about it maybe just more so like putting it out there is like i'm okay with that and like this you know recording this is, is like a mutual thing obviously mm-hmm. um i i agree in like and the, the reason i wanted to have you in, originally on, on this episode when i talked about this was because you do have that outside opinion and it's good to like as a person I think it's good to be challenged by those outside opinions because obviously like I am trying to cater to an audience and I don't expect everybody to be self-motivated or or like I said everybody comes from like a different situation or background right like I don't necessarily know who's on the other side of the the headphones or the speakers or whatever right now so you try to um you know paint it in a way where they can like for me I try to like, give them the canvas right or like I try to like lay out the foundation and they build upon that within their own mm-hmm. limitations or whatever um and I already told you like before we obviously before we were recording or talking about this um a lot of my initial motivations financially speaking like I I didn't and I know, i'm not gonna say i i came from a family that came from a the same background as you in the sense where like we both come from immigrant families mm-hmm. we came from families that are third world countries for the most part right i'd assume so that's yep. a third world country i don't i, I honestly, yeah vietnam is still a third world yeah. country <laughs> i mean i, I, I <laughs> speak facts there but um like obviously our families came from that background we weren't necessarily born into that like you know, they did what they did, so we weren't born into that for the most part. Um, so I was not well off, but I wasn't, you know, struggling when mm. I was born. I was I was the third like the no, we're we're both the youngest in our families. Yeah. But different in that like I had two sisters, you have one Perfect. older sibling, yeah. Um so for me it was seeing the came before me like it like with you like you were directly impacted by like you and your sibling were directly impacted by the things that Mm -hmm. you had to do with your family whereas mine like I already had an elder sibling uh two elder siblings so like they went through that and then I kind of like the gap was big enough where like my eldest sister was already in college when I was like in just in middle just getting into middle school Mm -hmm. So like that's where like I saw when the concept of financial burden even occurred to me was when I saw my older sister going to like college mm-hmm. because she went to a university that's like a private university, blah blah blah. Um my it's different in that like yeah, like I the other difference was like you made like you know like you had to like do what you had to do to provide for your parents relatively too at an early age. Mm-hmm. Like you're similar in that you worked early um, I was making money when, like, money wasn't even a concept, though, like, in the sense that, like, that's why it was different to me, and, like, when you're 11, 12, like, you have no concept of it. Like, yeah. You, like, $20 is, like, a thousand, might as well be $1,000, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, like, when I was making money, I was in a position where I could be naive and, and not really, like, it was nice, it was a benefit, it was an added bonus to what I was doing, you're right it wasn't like an ends to a means like I wasn't making because I had to but like at 11 12 like who really has to right mm. like nobody should or other, I mean that's like child labor at that point right mm-hmm. um so I came from a position where like I was making money before I, I knew I needed to or had a reason to in a sense and then when I saw like the financial burden that put on my parents to send my sister to school and then we saw my other sister who was also like about to go to school that was the first time to me where I was like, you know what, like, I want, at the times I wanted to go to college, I wanted to go to a really good school. I knew that meant money. And, mm. like, even if, like, I knew my parents could get it, because, like, I knew my parents would do what they had to do to, like, make ends meet, I didn't want to even, like, put that burden on them. Yeah. So, like, that's where, like, it shifted from, like, extrinsic to intrinsic. Like, I found it in myself, because, like, I had this thing going. Mm. Um, and then, like I mentioned earlier, like, my career path wasn't the ideal career path in my family in the beginning like, yeah nobody thought it would be what it was nobody like you know would have imagined like you saw what I saw my mom like a couple of days ago like mm-hmm. on mother's day that idea that like sh- they didn't even like in do credit like reasonably like one like they come from a different generation too like they don't understand this like what I was doing in, in self-employment entrepreneurship online like the mm-hmm. internet like that wasn't even a quote-unquote like job category or, yeah or whatever like it was even a possibility um so like I took the opposite path and yeah like I had to make it work because like to me it's like it's like this or like everything that I would I did was for nothing type thing mm-hmm. right not necessarily yeah I had to make it work because like I had to survive or like like I had to make sure that they were like good they had their own like burdens that I wanted to take care of right but mm-hmm um so I do look at I mean I talked about this in the last podcast but I can get like more in depth now as I'm speaking to you and I can elaborate on this like I do look at money very very differently in the sense that um it taught me a lot obviously growing up um and like um i think like, i did i didn't have a concept like I, I didn't have a concept because i was making it so early Where like you just don't like it's to have 20 dollars at that age was a
1: well yeah you're 11 you
0: yeah. what are you
1: gonna buy like popsicles and shit like, yeah. well, I mean,
0: like <laughs> you know like yeah. you
1: don't really have these like big one you don't notions. have expenses like you don't yeah. have bills at that point no. and like even though you don't have like these grand things that you want to like invest in or save up for you know
0: it's also like at that age like you do believe like you see things that like let's say like now like people see and like fawn over like a ferrari or Mm -hmm. you know insert thing here
1: yes or like irrelevant to you at that age yeah
0: exactly or you just think those things are obtainable at that age Mm -hmm. because like you're a kid you Mm -hmm. don't you don't conceptualize what six hundred thousand dollars is or yeah you just think, like, oh, that's a really cool car, and I want it, and I can get it, right? Mm. Versus, like, now, you're like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> like you gotta do a lot to, to get to that point. Um, so I look at money very differently, right? Like, I, I look at... I've had the privilege to see, like, a lot of zeros in my bank account, mm. and I've had the privilege... Or, like, I've also had, like, times where I've seen, like, negative in my bank account, right? Mm-hmm. For, like, different reasons, right? Um, I've seen both sides of the coin, um, so, like, I know where both ends of the spectrum are, Mm -hmm. in in a sense um but like yeah like i also always looked at like a dollar as a dollar whether i had a hundred thousand and you know that like Mm -hmm. you see that in my everyday like habits um that's how i view it but i i know like you view it's interesting because like i i see it in how you view like your finances and and stuff like that like obviously when it comes to your family like it's you don't like second guess right Mm -hmm. and we're the same and and differ like a big struggle for me in coming into a lot of money mm. and, and something that's, like, hard to, um, like, elaborate for people who maybe, like, aren't in that position, I guess, is, like, when you are starting out in and, and the same way like you are talking about your family, you want to do it all to make money for your family and provide for your family, as, like, most people do who have mm. some sort of relationship with their, with their family they want to give back. And the thing is, when you make a surplus of it, where does it end right that was my issue. yeah my issue was like where does it end where am i giving too much where do i need to like kind of restrict and say no right mm-hmm. and that's the hardest thing in the world mind you like especially like i know not everybody has a relationship with their family but i'm saying like when you do like it's the hardest thing in the world to say no. yeah no that's like, totally
1: understandable
0: like literally giving you life right mm-hmm. you know? um or whatever like extended family like it, you open up all these woodworks and like that's why it's hard Uh, that was like the big struggle for me it's like where do I continue to help and where do I stop Mm -hmm. um whereas like with you what I see with you it's like you don't even like when they need x or y like it's like okay like it's done like that's how it has to be done right um and it's like interesting it's like I see that and like I understand why you're doing it I totally do Mm -hmm. I get it but then I also like a part of me, like, wants me to tell you to, like, take care of, like, your needs too first. You know what I mean? Like, but I guess you are, like, taking care of for the most part. Like, you're not... You don't have anything, yeah. like, pressing that you need to, like, I guess handle, right?
1: You yeah, feel? it's, like, for the most part, being the youngest in my family, um, I was always taken care of. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, if my parents couldn't do it, my older brother could. And so... I never really had to worry about anything, and it was just like growing up i that was again that was the goal that the goal was to like be successful enough to take care of my parents, take care of anyone I needed to take care yeah. of, because I was always taken care of, and I needed not only to like alleviate that guilt by giving back, but just because I felt like that was the right thing to do. That's how I was raised. People take, took care of me, I take yeah. care of them back. But it's very different because I feel like for you, you like you have a big family network, you know? Like yeah. you have a lot of extended family.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas for me, like if my parents can't get it from me or my brother, that's it. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 so it's it's very it's much more critical of a situation.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think if it were different, I may be a little I may have a different viewpoint about it, uh-huh. you know. But at this point in my life I understand and accept that we are the only options. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%.
1: And again, it's like you were saying, it's like you survive first, you thrive later. Yeah, yeah so at this point we're making that transition but it's still in survival mode so for yeah sure. you're right like whenever my parents ask for something it's done because yeah. that's how it needs to be
0: yeah like, i think what i struggled with is like what's the cutoff of like it's hard because like, if you can't place a a stopping point on when you provide for like your family right for the most part mm-hmm. um but it's
1: like, also, do you yeah good oh no, I was just saying, but it's also like, in terms of necessity versus convenience, right, there's obviously yeah. things we can all do to improve others' lives, and you know, like you just so happen to be more capable of that, given your situation,
0: yeah,
1: but it's like you just have to be reasonable about what counts as a necessity,
0: yeah that too yeah but it's also like not even mm, like yes there's that and there's also just like do you remember that like I don't know if you remember like I showed you that there's that podcast that LeBron and them do in the barbershop it's like it's called like the oh you
1: shop. showed me I don't think I watched it though uh, or listened no, to it no
0: there's a clip maybe you didn't know, like I was just watching it one time but there's like a part where LeBron talks about how um they're all talking about how like they bought something for their mom or whatever like, mm-hmm. it's like him and like 2 chains and all these other people um, but he talks about how the biggest thing for him is when he had to tell, like, he learned to tell his mom no. hmm Um, which is crazy because you think of the money that they're making, mm-hmm. like, is, like, on a hundred X level.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, realistically, like, it is a drop in the bucket for them, like, to do whatever she was asking by this, by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's a, there's a place in, for necessity and stuff like that. But, like, I, like, resonate with that because, like, it is hard when you have an excess. hmm It's hard to have x amount and then somebody asks you for something that's probably like small or frivolous and mm-hmm. then like you say no um and it's more so it's like not setting the precedent it's just like you do kind of have to like pick and choose like obviously if it's like life or death that's like a different situation like, mm-hmm. you do what you gotta do but even then it's like i had to teach myself like where is it my responsibility to to not like provide for the family that sounds like dramatic but like Where's my responsibility to, like, I used to, like, tell my um, like, best friend and, like, like sometimes like I wish I could just have been, like, a, a 21-year-old. When all my friends were going to college and, like, figuring out what they want to do, like, that idea of, like, they don't really have to worry because, like, either, like, the military, because a lot of my friends were in the military, obviously, mm-hmm. or, like, families were in the military, so if, like, the military was paying for their school or the parents were paying for their school. Like, they had this kind of grace period to, like, go and, like, figure out what they want to do in life, and and it was kind of, like, taken care of, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, my argument in me not going to college was always, like, I would tell my parents, like, I could be going to school right now, like, trying to figure out what I want to do, and you'd have to be paying for that, or I can, like, pursue this thing and, like, make a living off of it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. even though, like, they still didn't see, like, the value in me doing what I was doing, um, it was just, uh... Like, I I wish I sometimes I could have had that experience just to, like, not have to worry about the burden of, like, taking care of X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. Like, the responsibilities of not just, like, family, but, like, I had my business, I had employees, and, and, and all this stuff. And then just, like, myself, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm a big proponent of, like, you don't take care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of anybody else?
1: Right? No, I completely agree. Right, yeah.
0: So, like, from a financial perspective, there's just, like, all sorts of, like, you know, all over the place. So, like, when I learned that hard stop at times be like hey like um uh, it's not like I'm not in a position to help you it's just like it's like hard like how do you say it right yeah it's just like it's not my responsibility to help you mm-hmm. like, not directly like I'm not you know just with certain aspects and certain people in your life but mm-hmm. like, um that's the hard part um I've come to more terms with that like in my like, years now than it mm-hmm. was back then but like it was like difficult
1: yeah I mean I think something like that will always be hard it's like yeah. it's just one of those topics and one of those situations that will never be easy
0: yeah for for sure um 100% um so I mean what else what else I mean I'm sure there's a couple of things I want to like touch base on while we're still on this topic like with your job now, you've had one. Now you've had multiple jobs. you you've, you've mm-hmm.
1: had. I've been working since I was like
0: fifteen. <laughs> yeah, so you've had like multiple jobs. but, Like there's like serious jobs, like this one. Would you say?
1: Yeah. This the my current like position your, like, is like
0: adult my job.
1: yeah my first like adult job that well what I would consider an an adult job.
0: Like what do you view like financially? Do you have fine That's because uh, I like. I have a lot of like financial aspirations and goals. Mm. And when I was younger, a lot of it was, like, more, like, number-driven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, where so now it's, like, a little bit different. Like, yes, it's number-driven and there's some goals to that, but, like, it's, it's, it's varied, right? Like, it's it's spread into, like, mm-hmm. multiple facets. Um, like, things I want to do with my assets and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Um, do you, like, outside of, like, the scope of just providing for your family and making sure, like, they're good to go? Mm-hmm do you have your own personal financial like goals do you even like consider those things like (laughs) at at this age not like i'm I'm, realistically yeah not really i'm seriously like just like asking genuinely asking
1: yeah yeah um i do it's like i don't necessarily have a number that i want to obtain or reach or whatever it's more so like a lifestyle comfort and just, like, a general idea of what I want my life moving forward to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually taken me a long time to get to this point. Yeah. Because as um, a typical immigrant child, like, mm-hmm. I was kind of funneled into what my parents thought an ideal life would be like. Yeah. You know, like, I was always taught growing up, like... You know, you'll, like, it's okay to see your parents struggle. Like, it's okay to see mom and dad struggle because they're working hard to, so you don't have to work hard, right? Like, so you can have all these things that they didn't. Yeah. And my parents, personally, always said, like, go be a doctor. Go be a pharmacist. Go do something in medicine because then you'll be taken care of for the rest of your life. Yeah. and that way you won't have to struggle. You'll sit in like in, like my mom was so adamant about me being a pharmacist. She's like, yeah. all you have to do is be a pharmacist. Uh, like that's an easy feat. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> um, and then, you know, you'll be able to have this cushy life. You'll be able to work in air conditioned offices and things and um, and you'll be good to go. And so, growing up, like, I was pushed into the sciences, I was pushed into something in the medical field, and it really, um, now what I see it as, like, it really bottlenecked my personal success, because... Mm. Like, I wasn't terrible at the sciences, but I wasn't great either, you know? (laughs) And if those were my only choices, those are, like, the only things I had my eyes on. Then, like, I not only dealt with, like, failure anxiety, but it was, like, that was the threshold, right? So, like, when you get older, you kind of realize, like, what different professions make and their annual salaries and things. So, like, for me, my parents always outlined doctors... As being, like, the most successful thing you can do. Success being, like, the highest paid occupation. Mm -hmm. Which I no longer count as, like, the entirety of success. Um, But, you know, going through high school and college, you see that, like, doctors make... Depending on what kind of doctor you are, probably, like, one to two hundred thousand dollars annually
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like to me connecting the two it's just like that was the upper threshold of like what I could ever aspire to make and that's still a lot of money like that's don't get me wrong you know mm-hmm. like it was just not something like me as an adult now I would never want to place those types of limitations on myself I would want to be able to see how far I can take
0: myself or you're saying limitations as in like doctor specifically or just the range that salary range both okay. oh, i see you know so is your, would you say that your goal is now because of that like pressure your parents put on you is your goal more so now just to make that because that's what you thought and was told success was like even if you're not a doctor are you just trying to aspire to make that in whatever you do because like that would be like success quote unquote to them air quotes
1: um well, at this point in my life, I'm not super worried about what my parents want for me anymore. Like, I'm kind of focusing on what I want for yeah. myself. And, I mean, I think that would be great to make that much money. Yeah. Um, As, like, your annual base salary for whatever occupation you're in. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, with my parents putting that type of expectation on me and me not fitting that mold it made me feel like I could never reach those things yeah and so it was never like like I never saw as obtainable and now it's different because I've surpassed what I set myself as like you know like as you were saying in your other um podcast growing up you had certain numbers right like certain bars that you set for yourself so younger me (laughs) set a specific number for when I reached this age and I've surpassed it at this point but it's not like I'm not necessarily satisfied with it yeah and it kind of like ties back to your podcast that you just recorded because you had asked me like what is the best financial advice that you've gotten personally and i was telling you that i've never really gotten financial advice
0: well yeah that's like a thing yeah I, like... I, because the original concept behind this episode is i was actually gonna call people and ask them that question yeah because like, well, i was just curious as like as to what um people would say mm-hmm. because i think a lot of people like learn from different ways and different people or they just learn from their own like different situations where they you know may have like i don't know gone through something and then learn the hard way or whatever right
1: yeah
0: um because I think it's always like I mean like like I talked about like I had to learn a lot of things I'm still learning a lot of things like even like three years ago moving to the states I had no concept of credit mm-hmm. um credit score I mean I had a concept of it but like I didn't care about it because like I grew up with money not in the sense that like the sense where you usually hear that where it's like parents who provide on every like whim and in need, and like we always had a surplus, like there's always more than enough to go around I mean like we were we live comfortably, don't get me wrong, my parents did what they have to do to make sure like we all we never wanted for nothing, but what I'm saying is I grew up with money in the sense that like I personally mm-hmm. made my own income, and the thing was like my parents yeah, even if they didn't agree with everything I was doing like financially like or career wise like they never questioned how I how and what I did with it Mm -hmm. because it was mine like that's they they weren't like that type right um like my dad tried to steer me in the right way in terms of like you should open up this do a secured card and start building your credit now um and like I took some of that but I also just always looked at it like I want to spend on what I have what I know is like in my account not like spend it and then pay it back and Mm -hmm. do that whole like you know process um those are things like that i didn't learn like and i'm learning now in 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 this day and age and like i look to people who like who i know like my roommate for example who Mm -hmm. is like pretty proficient in that area and like teaches me a lot about stuff and just like people you know my past roommates for example Mm -hmm. both of them were just really like educated in that area so i think it's it's interesting like i said that's always like asking about the advice because it is interesting that like you're always learning I think there's always like more to learn obviously but I was just curious because like for you like I said like yeah the the, the average person probably doesn't have like or if they have advice it might not be great advice for me yeah um like
1: like I said I never really got financial advice because like my parents just never gave it to me I never got that guidance um, I also never took any business classes because I hate math, I hate statistics, I hate analytics in that way. Like, I don't want to do it personally. So it was just, like I never got anywhere near the subject. Hmm. And then, like we touched on earlier, it's not a topic that people generally bring up as kind of, like, off-limits, almost. Yeah. You know, but, like, especially between like friends and colleagues and stuff you don't really talk about that because it's an uncomfortable subject
0: yeah
1: um so yeah i just try to do what i feel like is reasonable you know like again like basic money management like living within your means and all this stuff but it's nothing like it's nothing that at this point, would give me the lifestyle I have in my head. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. and um, what I was telling you is like I appreciate you putting that information out there because I think that is helpful. Yeah. It was just like I wish that it was a little more relatable for someone like me, but
0: yeah, you know, no, yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, like I, I was saying, earlier, like I draw naturally you're you're always going to draw from your own experiences mm-hmm. just like out of habit so like I speak to what I know because I speak to what I, I came from mm-hmm. I don't pretend that I was like broke in the sense that like my family was broke mm-hmm. like, like um I come from a family who comes from a very like background like that um I personally like I mentioned to you like earlier have been broke like, mm-hmm. on a personal note um uh made a lot of money spent a lot of money lost a lot of money like I've done it all um and that's what I speak to. I, I speak mm-hmm. to what I've learned from that in hopes that it can help people in any situation. I understand what you're saying in the sense that um, you can't... And, like, and that's why I said earlier, it, it's always going to be like it's an easy for you to say conversation if people know your like, financial background to some degree. Like, to give you context, I... My parents didn't even know I was making serious money until I had to open up a joint bank account, <laughs> and they had to sign off. Mm. Um, there's like a limit, like even like in yeah. banks, so you you go over ten thousand, you make a deposit, like there has to be some form. Like mm-hmm. there's, a, there's always like a red flag for systems like that for for reasons. Um, and essentially, like the first withdrawal I did from my PayPal, because I was getting paid through PayPal mm-hmm. for an account that I had, technically illegally, not illegally, but like, my parents had to sign up, my mom had to sign up for it, mm-hmm. it was under, like, a different, it wasn't under my name, right, like, because I yeah. wasn't 18, uh, and people were paying, like, I had to tell, like, advertisers and stuff to pay this email, and it, it looked kind of weird, it's like, why are you paying, like, yeah, you know, her name here, uh-huh. to, like, I'm asking them to basically PayPal my mom, is, <laughs> is what it was, but I'm the one who's controlling that account, so, it wasn't until I had the joint bank account with my mom and I had to deposit and deposit You can see that obviously mm-hmm. like that's kind of like what's going on here like mm-hmm. um I had a concept that it was a lot of money like I there's a point where just like it became so much I didn't even know what to do with it mm-hmm. type thing and and even then that's like when my parents were kind of like whoa like obviously they're like it's like, it's like shocking but you would think that would be enough for them to like validate like what I was doing but even then it would it's almost like they were like kind of like freaked out like like this is possible mm-hmm. you know and like also like what's going on like it it almost didn't seem real I mean it did seem real to me when it like <laughs> when it like, started happening you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so like yeah like we, we we come from like I think different backgrounds in that aspect um like, like, I just, was just saying, like, it's, I never, in the beginning, wanted it to be public, that, um, I had some degree of wealth, like, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, um, because, like, when I came into, like, high school and stuff like that, at that point, like, the people around me knew, like, close to me knew, um, and then it became, like, wildfire. like it just kind of spread and I I grew up in a very small place too Mm -hmm. right um not to add to the fact that like I was doing things online like I was public so it's like I was doing what I enjoyed doing I'm reviewing technology Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like reviewing products but on that nature it's like people see me getting all these new things all the time and even if they're being sent to me they just equate it to like they don't know that they yeah. just think he's like buying all these things how is he getting the latest thing how does he have an iphone in like middle school you know like all <laughs> you know what i mean like all these things that they just now start associating with like oh he has money mm-hmm. or like from the internet's perspective like his parents have money like mm-hmm. you know like all of these like random accusations were being like thrown around where at that point like i just had to like there was like a, a point for me in my life where i had to admit i mean not like i personally knew it but like i just had to come to terms with like it's It is what it is. It's going
1: to be out there, especially
0: since you live your life on the internet. Yeah, and like... I told you this before, but I I, I don't subscribe to the idea that, like, I'm going to sit here and lie, in the sense that, like, there's like there's being humble, but there's also, like, there's a degree of of that, and then there's, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell people I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. I live in the most expensive city in, like, the United States, I think, so roughly. Yeah, it
1: surpassed Manhattan a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, so, like, I live... In the most expensive city in the United States, um, I live comfortably. I live in what once was, like, my dream apartment, right? hmm Um, I live pretty reasonably for the most part, um, or well off for the most part. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and pretend when people ask me, like, how's that thing working out? Like, I'm just going to, you know, be like, oh, you know. I don't have to over exaggerate it but at the same time I'm not going to be like I'm struggling here mm-hmm. because that's, like, I, I feel like that's an insult to people who really are struggling mm-hmm. like real pressure and like really like not knowing where their next paycheck or their next meal is going to come mm-hmm. like that's an insult to me to people like that when, when we talk about like finances and stuff like that um, so when, when that became public knowledge like I said like, I accepted it and like I put it out there um, and like you know I'd rather like adopt that and like run with it right Mm -hmm. and hopefully help others along the way um like learn from my mistakes and uh see that's possible is like the other thing right like it's easy to see like these like wealthy individuals and just like like these like bigger than life figures and just think like what do you call that um Course, like that was like easy for them or they like, they had it all like set up or, or whatever, right? Like they come from families of wealth or a situation of wealth. Um I wanna show people that like you can go back and watch like my ten years on YouTube and like, and see it go from like this kid in a room with like a twenty dollar webcam to like what everything is now, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the idea behind it all. Uh like financial and life advice, right? Like that it's possible.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's really cool. Like, that's what I actually find most, like, one of the most inspiring and admirable characteristics about you. Um, And I think it's very, um, what is the right word for this? Like, I think it's very brave for you to put that out there for essentially the benefit of others, right? Like, you already have all of this documentation for yourself if you really want to just, like, mm-hmm. watch it back or whatever. But, like, it's nice because for, again, for someone like me who grew up and, like, things are very spelled out for me in a specific way.
0: Yeah.
1: And. I mean,
0: like, a lot, yeah, like a lot of yeah, people, yeah,
1: yeah, like, a lot, like, a lot of people. Yeah. And it's, like, um, it's nice to see that, like, again, you can really accomplish great things and make an impact Mm. if you just really were persistent and determined and you know on some type of level enjoy what you do yeah and i was reading something i forget where now but it was kind of like one of the hardest things about um like changing your life or improving yourself Mm -hmm. and accomplishing your goals is that like you have to come to terms with yourself that it's only you that has been holding yourself back this entire time
0: yeah i mean i don't yeah you know i believe
1: that yeah so it's like it's just cool to see and to see you add to that
0: Mm,
1: appreciate
0: that -hmm. i think i think you want to say about the whole like last thing you were talking about is that like like, I don't subscribe to the fact that, like, I don't believe in the whole, like, I should have been here if this happened, or if that person did this, or, mm-hmm. like, if, like, I can't subscribe to the, that mindset that, like, blaming external factors for, like, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Whatever the situation may be. Like, even if it, like, involved somebody else and they did something that spited me or, or set me back in some way, like, that's still on me because I made that decision. Mm-hmm. To be, you know, like, I've... I haven't had, like, no, like, I've worked with a lot of people in business, um, and even now, obviously, like, with my current business with Network, right, I'm working with, like, two colleagues of mine, then getting friends, and that's risk in itself, but Mm -hmm. I haven't had, like, a major risk like that, fortunately, like, so far, where, like, I've worked with somebody, and it backfired on me, like, I've had small instances of that, Mm -hmm. but, like, for the most part, I've picked my, like, relationships well, and I've been able to maintain those and, and, and stuff like that. But even if I did something like that, it's not my place to blame that person. Because, like, I chose to do whatever I did with that, you know. It's the same way I look at, like, investment now. Like, if I invested in somebody or something and it failed, mm-hmm. who am I to blame them, right? Like, even if they did something wrong or, like, I still bet on that horse, right? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's, like, I can't subscribe to that whole, like, blaming external factors anything other than myself mm-hmm. for that. Um. on that note because I think you did mention like the other question I had and I wanted to ask this earlier is like would you from like a financial perspective because we mm-hmm. just talked about like a big part of why like I got to where I was because obviously because I did enjoy what I do I was passionate about what I did and I love what I do Um. like as somebody like you work like a 9 to 5 for the most part mm-hmm. could you or would you take something more financially I mean like for example like right now like I know like um as a person like you're like you want to see what else is out there mm-hmm. like career wise would you take a position that's financially feasible but you're not invested in in the sense of, like let's say you got paid more or like a target number in your head you don't mm-hmm. have to say what that is like you got paid that amount to do something that you weren't necessarily you know like committed to would you take it
1: what do you mean committed to
0: like you're not passionate about
1: oh it, right? um, like the same
0: way like people just come back from their nine to five and they're just kind of like trained about it
1: no i don't think so um because i am on like this I don't know what it, like this journey right now <laughs> with myself mm. um, to find out what I do like and what I'm passionate in I agree that that's not necessarily something that has to become your career
0: yeah sorry I'm just checking where we're at <laughs> time wise oh nice 49 minutes look at us <laughs> keep it going
1: um, but I think that like, I agree with you in the way that, you know, if you find a passion and you create your job in it, it's not like you'll never work at the end of the day in your life. Mm-hmm. But I think it does pass time. I think it makes your work meaningful. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm really trying to find. So if I think that it's not interesting, I'm not invested in it, it's like I, it's hard to motivate my, like, it's hard for me to find motivation already, like, in yeah. that way. So I can't imagine myself dragging my feet to another job where I feel like it not only doesn't interest me, but I feel like doesn't make the impact that I would want to make. If that yeah. makes sense.
0: No, yeah, that's interesting. I think I think it's an easy thing I always think about that because I personally like when I talk to friends and, and I know people who are like in positions where they're at a job they hate, like I just I'm of the mindset where like it's more important to me that, like, I just do not hate what I do, Mm -hmm. even if I'm collecting a paycheck. Like, I know some people who are of the mindset, like, I'm just here to collect a paycheck, and and
1: sometimes they have to do that. I honestly think that's totally fine. That's fine,
0: yeah. Like, I do think, like, some people need to do that. Yeah,
1: I think people have, like, you know, various skill sets, and if their skill set applies to a job that they may or may not have envisioned for themselves, but they're good at it, and they can manage to get things done. Yeah. And it provides to them...
0: Like the, the 16
1: about. hours a day that they aren't at work, the lifestyle that they want to live, yeah. that's totally fine. Yeah, yeah, it's each Um yeah. It's just like for me I I would want to be invested in my job in that way. Yeah. That's just me though, you know. Yeah,
0: that's not a shame. I just think it's interesting to hear from like a different perspective. Mm-hmm. What would you say? so like you've we've obviously like you know like been together long enough now where you've seen some of my like financial habits Mm -hmm. the good ones and like the bad ones also on like a relationship level i struggled a lot prior like i haven't been prior to this i haven't been in a relationship like an actual relationship in a long time i struggled a lot with the notion once it became public knowledge and then again this stems from like growing up into such a small place where everybody knows everybody Mm. there was like a certain level of uh what's the word not self like it sounds like i'm putting myself in a pencil, but like uh i can't think of the term right now like maybe it is self-conscious in the sense that like when it was known like my background and and blah 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 like people would want to people either like see interest in me or like want to pursue something because of you know what i mean like yeah like it was like a real a gold digger basically. i mean yeah <laughs> so many words but like even though like realistic that's like maybe putting myself more than the pedestal than i i should have been but like i mean that's just like the
1: term is what i'm saying like. yeah, you know, yeah
0: but i'm saying like it really was a thought when i was younger like because it was, like, one of those things where, like, I would meet somebody new or, like, meet somebody through somebody. Mm-hmm. And, like, the first thing they would say to me is, like, oh, you're that guy. Oh. <laughs> and, like, that's cool. Like, it, it's nice. But, like, it's, like, shit. Like, the whole nature of our relationship from this moment, I was, like, predicated on that. Mm-hmm. It's how I looked at it back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you obviously met me, didn't know me. Yeah. All that stuff. I don't even think, like, when do you even think, or can you even recall, when would you say you knew that, like, it was, different. Different different sounds weird, but, like, <laughs> like, we didn't talk about that type of stuff, we no. didn't talk about, like, finances, or even, I think we did talk about what I did for a living, I, I told you, like, I ran a business, yeah,
1: like, you gave well, like, me the classic, oh, I do things, like, on the internet, some websites, yeah, I do, like, <laughs> I just,
0: like, when do you think, do you, like, was there ever, like, an inkling, where, like, it just, like, you,
1: um, I mean... we didn't have, like,
0: that direct conversation. Yeah, like, we later. certainly
1: did not. No. Again, because it's, like, uncomfortable. No, <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because um, I'm curious, like, from an outsider's perspective, because, like, not like it's all, like, it's, like, it's here, too. It's, like, in the Bay. It's different because, like, a lot of people yeah. are like that. Like, you know, a lot, I know a lot of people like that, too. Like, in my yeah. position or, like, ten times in my position, you know?
1: So, for me, it's, like, I knew that, you made a decent living because, as we touched on, you live in SF
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, like, in, a, like, a n- newly developed part of SF-ish.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So it's, like, and you said you were in tech, so I'm, like, oh, you're one of those. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's just, like, known, you know? Said, yeah, yeah like so, it. so, like, that's what I generalized you as.
0: No, yeah, well, I don't, the reason I asked Mal trying to say it sounds so, like, i know saying it sounds so like oh look at me like i'm not trying to say like oh didn't you know i was like no the reason i ask is because i want to like i'm curious as to like what habits of mine financially speaking mm. are like foreign to you like you can't because i know you can't like like you we were talking about earlier like there are certain things that you just can't relate to yeah because of your background and your upbringing mm-hmm. um like is there certain things that you can think of off the top of your head yeah was, it was just like the or not even like from initially just even now like in general like what are things that you just can't even like not fathom or you just like you don't understand even, like you disagree with i don't like anything oh, no
1: it's nothing like that i necessarily disagree with like i think you're very smart with how you manage things uh-huh. um when like my first understanding of like Exactly what I was dealing with here. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the amount of things that you own, like or namely like designer things that you own because that's like the
0: that's a typical... layman's
1: trademark of like wealth, right? You know,
0: it's it's like almost not the poor man's like idea of wealth. It's yeah. a weird. It's like that's a that's what weird... I said. The like yeah, you're right you're layman's right. terms. Like, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah.
1: That's what you would as- typically associate. With wealth, so then I was like, "Oh, like, money, money." You know? yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like anything like crazy. I was just like, "Oh, like he just likes nice right. things, and he yeah. like appreciates that." And like I knew that you are into like lifestyle and fashion and stuff. So I w- I just figured like that's what you invested, you know, your means in because
0: yeah. you enjoy it. No, yeah, because I mean, like, San Francisco taught me a couple things in the sense that like one you never know who the billionaire like in mm-hmm. like here it is like it's a crazy city right um the other thing is like i the reason i said the man's if i don't mean that literally i mean that in the sense of like when it comes to the uber wealth like that you don't see this stuff right yeah like, like i like these things on a personal level mm-hmm. like there's people who who get into mo- get money and then like they want to buy these things because they think that's what you're supposed to do like i genuinely do enjoy my experience. Yeah exactly
1: like, so that's just what i thought yeah. it wasn't anything that like
0: No, for Uh, sure, for
1: sure. Yeah, and it, like, in no way makes me uncomfortable or anything. It was just, like, not something that I was used to, in a sense. Because, like, you have all these things, like... um, And, like, you have, like... I'm already not... I like clothes, but I don't... I'm not into them in the same way that you are. Mm. I'm getting there, though, because, like, (laughs) you're kind of roping me into it, like you make me interested in those types of things um but it was just like even that like just like that small step up like i just had never really thought about owning these items myself and like um it's not necessarily a different world because you see it around but just not something that like I was
0: accustomed to I, accustomed because it. it's not even. The funny thing is, I've been thinking about this recently because I grew up. Even when I got started getting money,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I always recycled it. Like my money went directly back into things I was like interested or passionate. In. And for me at the time, it was tech. So I made money, I spent money to get the latest tech thing, mm-hmm. review that, spent it at one point I even like considered I, I might have done it for some products I like our local store back in, in Japan would be buy the product review it and then return it mm-hmm. and then just cycle because the idea back then was the name of the game was like just to get content out like the, the new iPhone came out the new whatever came out mm-hmm. you buy it you review it you make more money that's the formula that was like the basic formula back then because mm-hmm. if it was new it means more views if it was more views it means your ads made more money It's just like now it's much more complicated than that. Like, it's much more saturated than the market. Mm-hmm. But back then, that's how, like, I viewed... And that's how I made my, like, living back then. Um, so, like, all I knew was pouring my money back into the things that I was interested in. It wasn't, like... I didn't have other outside interests outside, like, tech. Like, I didn't care about... Brands. Yeah. I didn't care about designer shit. And, like, it's funny, because, like, my parents, on the other hand, like, were very, like, into that. like, mm-hmm. um And, uh, like, not... I say very into it, but I mean, like, even when they try to get me, like, to dress, like, nice in a sense. Because, like, I was, like, dressed like I was like, a skater kid and raggedy <laughs> clothes. Like, when they would give me something that was, like, so- somewhat decent. Like, uh-huh. um, it's funny because I remember, like, hating it and not being into, it, like, like a Lacoste polo. Or, like, when my dad would try to pass down stuff to me, i like, I would never wear that. Because you're a kid and, and yeah. you don't understand the value of that, right? You know, mm.
1: like,
0: or the concept of quality and, and stuff like that. Um, so it's funny because, like, now like obviously fast forward like I do appreciate quality I appreciate like the things I'm interested in it's still the same concept of putting my money back into things I'm what should we use it well
1: I just forgot where we were (laughs) in the the flow of the conversation so
0: (laughs) so essentially anchor the recording app I was just using has a 60 minute counter or limit on the recording clips and it got cut off the last like 15 minutes of conversation is what's going on right now <laughs> um essentially where I was going with that is I was saying I, I always reinvested my earnings into the things that I was interested in and it just happened to benefit me because in, in my business in particular recycling my income basically just made me more mm-hmm. in the long run and I've always been like in terms of finance a big picture person in terms of like it's the marathon and, and like you know building wealth in terms of like longevity um but like I said it's always it was always in the beginning, like putting into my passion of tech, obviously now it's shifted where like it's more widespread and I have different interests, so like i I you know I have my certain vices and areas where I spend my money in, but um it's still a core principle to have my money uh make money in a sense. Um, or be spent on things that I just, like, find of value and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Um, of course, there was a point where, like, yeah, like, buying things for the sake of buying things. Um, or, yeah, I mean, like, a little bit is, like, a status of, like, wealth. Like, not everybody's like that, but, like, arguably you buy certain things because they represent symbols of wealth, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, lie and sit here and say, like, I haven't done that because, like, they represent that or, like, for that notion that they, you know, give off. Um, there's definitely been that. But I think that's exactly, essentially, what we are talking about in those last, like, minutes or what have you. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, that's everything, I think.
1: Yeah, I I think an hour is long enough. I don't know if anyone's still
0: listening. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, Yeah, fair enough. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yeah. That kind of wraps up this episode. Um, I definitely want to do more of of these, like, conversational dialogues. And um, it's always nice to have, obviously, people on. Uh, I think this is, like, a heavier set topic, obviously, to have somebody like yourself on for um but I, we obviously like talked about it mm-hmm. initially um kind of just kind of threw you into the fire type thing <laughs> but obviously like speaking there's like there's context because we've we've talked about this in the past we, we we obviously know each other to a degree where we feel comfortable speaking about such things and and we have spoken about it outside the podcast um so i don't want to th- people to think that like you know you just got thrown on the spot
1: yeah, just here. grilling me.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean. Oh, I mean about a, such a topic that's like so, you know. Yeah. Um, forbidden for most people or whatever. Um, but yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks. Good right. to be on here. Yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Transparency Podcast. This has been another uh more unique episode in that and uh more to come. Definitely. We'll see how it goes. All right. Catch you in the next one.